0: The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times best-selling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, Dr. Bill here. I'm getting ready for another exciting Meet the Mentor. Um, also, I'm getting ready to go to Paris with my kids. We do our annual epic vacation. And uh, we were torn between Paris and Croatia and Paris 1. So Paris in the south of France. So I will be there next week. Um, Leap. All right. Leap 2024 will be a new adventure because we're moving from UCLA to USC. Uh, UCLA is going to be converting its dormitory into the Olympic Village for 2028, and they cannot accommodate us. We're too many people. So we're going to move across town to USC. And here's the exciting thing. I already have a firm commitment from Paula Abdul, from Anthony Hopkins, from Jason Alexander, and taylor Zakhar perez who has a fun new movie you might want to watch on um it's i think it's on prime called red white and royal blue um his career is exploding right now so he'll be a really great one to have there as well the dates for leap will be july 21st to the 27th and we have a lot of really cool fun stuff happening so keep Uh, looking in your inbox and your emails, we'll be sending you stuff and sign up as quick as you can because we may run out of space. Um, Today, I have an exciting guest. Her name is Dr. Jan Carney. She's a associate dean for public health and health policy and a professor of medicine at Larner College of Medicine at the University of Vermont. She earned a BA from Middlebury College, an MD from University of Cincinnati College of Medicine, and a Master of Public Health at Harvard School of Public Health. Um, Dr. Carney is active in public health practice, research, education, and service. She served as Vermont's Commissioner of Health under three administrations championing improvements in children's health insurance, preventing teen smoking, and improving cancer screening. Thank you so much, Dr. Jan, for being here today. And um, tell me what's going on in public health right now.
1: Oh, everything. And public health is, is fascinating because it's always changing. We sort of Or you know where everyone knows where we are with regards to the pandemic and just watching closely what's next. We know that there are more heat waves now across the country and actually school is being canceled for children in many areas or postponed or shortened days because it's too hot for them to be in the classroom. We know that people are still struggling to get access to healthcare. So lots is happening. Now, I, I I thought that climate
0: change was a misnomer.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: It's happening, um, huh? Well, yeah. tell me what you do. What do you do on a day-to-day basis in, in, in public health? And, and And you wear a lot of different hats. I do. So, I do. Yeah, if you can give me an idea of like what it is you do in your profession, because I think yep. a lot of our students are, are age 15 to 25, and they have no idea what a public health administrator would actually do.
1: Yep. So so I'm a physician, and I'm a, trained in internal medicine. And then I went back and trained in public health and got a master's in public health, which is the, which is the most common degree in public health. And you don't have to be a doctor or a nurse or a health professional of any kind to be involved in public health. We do have dentists, veterinarians, engineers, and people coming in college or getting a bachelor's degree in public health or a master's degree in public health. Uh, on a day-to-day basis, I do I'm in charge of our graduate public health programs and those are 100% online and those are to get a master's in public health. Um, I do a public health a lot of public health related research, which is we have all this great science out there, but very little of it ends up in practice to people in real communities. Um, I do a lot of teaching and that teaching is for everything from um, medical students and graduate students and sometimes undergraduate students to public education about how you improve your own health. Um, All kinds of different kinds of work every day is different. And it's not the kind of thing where I sit at my desk all day. I work with individuals out in our communities and our rural communities. And then I'm involved in in advocacy on uh, with some national organizations as well.
0: So uh, you've had a, a, a pretty long career in public health. Now, if you look back over your career and had to pick maybe like Two things that you were most proud of that you really felt made a significant change in you know in, in public health. What would those two things be?
1: The I think what was really important, and this is some time ago now, were when um, um, kids didn't have access to health insurance. They they couldn't get health care because their parents couldn't get health insurance for them. So if you think about that, they could only get care when they were sick. And that just, we had to do something about that. And it started actually with one of the first governor I worked for and prenatal care. Women couldn't get prenatal care. So there was this really collective effort, team sport, you know, doctors, nurses, government officials, politicians, many, many different kinds of people to figure out what could we do. And we looked at the science and said, well, what works? Why is that really important? And put together um, a way to expand financial access to healthcare first for pregnant women and children under the age of six. And then the next governor came in and built on that and expanded healthcare to all kids up to the age of 18 through Medicaid. And it was huge. It was just huge. Kids could go in. And it was just amazing. It was just, that was transformative. So learning that you could, how you could actually, and, and I'm in a small state, I'm in Vermont, but we have a lot of rural areas and and people think that Vermont's all the same, but it's really community by community. Um, we, we have many challenges, everything from the, the muddy roads in the spring to the, the snowy roads in the winter, those kinds of things. So figuring out how to actually do that and get kids connected with, Local practices and making people aware that that was happening—that was absolutely, in my view, transformative. That would—that be. Yeah, that'd I be mean, probably one of the biggest things. You,
0: you save kids' lives, you know, and that's that's right. that's, that's the most <laughs> gratifying thing you could do. Um, give us one more example, please.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that. So I finished that, and that's really public health practice. So I was a political appointee for three different governors, two parties over almost 14 years and working in that environment and working directly with our legislators and 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 learning about that and developing those relationships. Um it was it was eye-opening. I would say then I came back to to UVM full time. I've been I'm a teacher here for a long time. But but one of the things I meant I noticed is that Vermont, nowhere in Vermont, we didn't have any public health education available. So A number of a few of us said, we need to fix that. And so we developed our graduate public health programs here. They were the first in Vermont. They were the first, the only ones here that are nationally accredited. And we developed them 100% asynchronous online to make them more accessible to people. And I would say um, that's something that we, we build it. And there were the people in Vermont who work in public health and want to work in public health could now come and get that essential public health education. Um, And so very proud of that and the people I work with on that.
0: I can tell just from talking to you that not only are you passionate about what you do, but you you love what you do, don't you?
1: I absolutely love what I do. I I am so happy that I discovered public health at a point in my uh, medical career that I could incorporate that and really engage with all kinds of health professionals, public health professionals, learn to work with all kinds of organizations in our communities to make people's health and lives better.
0: And then when you integrate that with politics, it's like a, a whole new ball of wax, right?
1: It is. It's an education. So when I went, when I had the opportunity to go in the legislature. And I'd, I'd never even taken a political science course. And so I had a lot of science and medicine and public health science in my brain. And then, so I would go there and you have to wait for your turn to testify, um, to talk to a committee. And and I'd listen and listen to to how they, they uh, responded to people and what kinds of things were important for them, how they made decisions. And I got to do that over and over again. And I have to tell you that, you know, we talk about politics, and 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 people in my profession are number one afraid of it, and number two, um, don't have any sense of what it involves. I I had the most positive experiences with the people I work with who were genuinely concerned about improving the health of the people in our state, and worked with them no matter what party they were and what and whether or not they agreed with everything. Um, we had those conversations and, and I that was my take home message.
0: That's awesome. So if I'm a, a student watching this and I'm as excited about public health service as you are, How do I even get into that? I mean, you mentioned that you don't need to be a physician and obviously being a physician is helpful for you, but, you know, what would be kind of the steps that I would need to take the courses I should be taking in school and and other kind of extracurricular things that I could be doing that would better prepare me for a career like yours?
1: If you're in high school, if you're in college, if if you're in high school or college, I think that a couple of. Several things. Maybe look for an opportunity to volunteer. And your local, for example, our way, our United Ways have, have published all on their website all kinds of volunteer opportunity. Get out in the community, understand what public health, whether it's a government public health organization or a community social health organization, what they're doing or healthcare, volunteer, sort of see you know, see what the lay of the land is. And and most importantly, and I tell this to my students all the time, is you have to understand what, what people's, what drives people's health, what their health needs are. You know, when someone goes into a, a healthcare setting, um, sometimes their biggest health problem is that they don't have enough food to eat, or they don't have a place to live, or, or they couldn't, they can only get transportation once in a while. So under understanding people understanding your community having some kind of experience and then the next thing i would say is find a way to formally study public health and and it encompasses things like there's some math epidemiology and biostatistics you study the environment and climate science and learn about how to impact health in a positive way through the environment for example how we build our neighborhoods so that people can walk rather than drive around um You study social and behavioral sciences, which is things like addiction. You know, how do you prevent kids from, from not smoking? And what can we do in the face of uh, horrendous opioid epidemics in our communities? What kinds of things can we actually do in those actions to public health? And of course, our health system. So many more and more colleges are offering courses and programs in public health at the undergraduate level, and you're looking for programs that are accredited accredited by the Council on Education for Public Health. And then if you're already in college and you're interested in this, you can look for graduate programs in public health, specifically Master of Public Health programs. And again, uh, accredited programs um, are preferred, um, in, in my opinion. And and formally study it. That, that to me is understanding the science of how you prevent disease and illness, how you improve the health in entire populations is absolutely foundational.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And so interesting. And so interesting. So you've had this illustrious career. Um, What's next for you?
1: I am we are we are currently we just um launched a global health leadership uh, concentration in our Master of Public Health program. And we did that because there's a huge need. Uh public health is global. Everything from pandemics to to our uh climate change challenges to access to healthcare. Um we live in a global society now, right? And And so global health leadership, where some of the needs are, are people who can help develop and run the program so that those services, things that help people are there when you leave, so that we put them in place, they're foundational. So we just started that and we're we're expanding into other areas of public health as well
0: that's amazing if a student would like to contact you directly and ask you questions what's the best way to do that
1: just send me an email
0: an email and your email is
1: uh jan.carney c-a-r-n-e-y at med.uvm.edu um i'm on linkedin you can send me a message there um but feel free to send me an email and i will email you back
0: Awesome. Well, Dr. Jan, thank you so much. That was amazing and very informative. And um, I really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you very much, Dr. Bill.
0: All right, Dr. Bill, over and out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.